Welcome to Transformation in 10, bringing you expert insights for navigating the transformations impacting application delivery. This podcast is presented by Tricentus and brought to life by our special guests across the quality, DevOps, cloud, and business worlds. Hello, listeners. This is the second part of my chat with Adam Satterfield, Senior Director of Engineering Enablement at Global Payments. We talk how to sharpen security testing skills and how Adam helps his teams find their inner testing star. Enjoy. We are coming up to the year end of 2021 and it's absolutely flown by, you know, especially with things like the pandemic we've already mentioned. It feels like yes. time swelling and it's it's interesting. It's very weird. Yes. Yeah, still very strange, but I'm sure, you know, it, it hasn't stopped achieving in your space. So what are some of the standout achievements for you this year as far as application transformations go? I'd love to hear that. Ooh, me personally or from what I've seen in the industry? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think for you personally is, is a nice touch. You know, we, we can Google industry trends, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I think for me and, you know, been, you know, kind of talking about this, uh, the last couple of answers is really honing in on that security focus. Mm. Um, it's, you know, truly, and, and a lot of what we have to do is, you know, being a financial technology company, PCI compliance is a huge thing for us. Mm. So, you know, for me, I've really dove, divin. Don't mind my English on this one. It is Monday morning. <laughs> you know, you have to forgive me a little bit. Um, you know, but I've really jumped into PCI, right, from that standpoint to really, mm. truly understand like the nuts and bolts there. Yeah. And that's really helped me out as well as, you know, I, I've really gotten engaged into there's uh, a thing called the MITRE attack company or process. Um, yeah. which really helps to break down the types of ways that, you know, hackers and bad actors uh-huh. will exploit applications and cloud infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And that's been a real big boon for myself to be able to, you know, walk into a room and have an in-depth conversation with, hey, this mm-hmm. is the way we should be building our applications. This is the way we should be testing, you know, mm-hmm. with that kind of knowledge of understanding that security. So really, I would yeah. say 2021 for me has been security has been like the overarching goal for mm-hmm. career growth and, and personal growth. Yes. And uh, from the Tricena side, I mean, it's important. You know, we're getting security training regularly. It's mm-hmm. even just simple things, ways to spot fish emails or because people are finding new routes, you know, names of CEOs, put in that in the, in the subject line. They're getting pretty clever. Yep. Very <laughs> clever. Somewhat yep. savvy. So it's resources like Mitre Attack. If they're out there and a lot of the resources kind of freely accessible. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the great thing about it is right. OWASP, as we mentioned before, is free. Mm-hmm. You can get, you know, cool. test plans from them. So you don't have to create a custom mm-hmm. test plan. MITRE attack is free. So there's a lot of resources out there. And that's been, I think, really the big boon of, you know, if we look at try to look at a positive side of all of this nonsense of the past two years um, <laughs> is the, the explosion of cloud based and free training. I mean, it's, you know, 2000% greater than what it used to be. (laughs) Um, And and so, you know, because I think people are looking at, you know, wanting to extend their careers. They're saying, hey, I'm sitting at home. Maybe I should be paying attention to a meeting, but I'm going to read this training instead. Um, (laughs) You know, so so it's kind of cool in that aspect. Yeah, no, it's really cool. And you're not just talking free two week trials. You can actually get to the end of a course and graduate and and learn a lot. Yeah. And you've already kind of really hit on, you are really focused on people and you obviously nurture people in their growth and their career, you know, going with that human touch aspect. And what I like you say is that you enjoy teaching testers how to find that inner testing star. So could you dig a little further into how you do that? And perhaps you have some shiny examples that spring to mind. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, really, I, I think it's a lot about building confidence. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot, we work with a lot of testers who intuitively know what they should be doing. Um, and they do a very, very good job, whether it's, you know, chasing something down the rabbit hole, whether it's trying to explain risk or impacts of a bug or something. But a lot of times what we see is those skill sets necessarily don't go hand in hand with either communication or, you know, the, the ability to stand in front of a room and explain mm-hmm. why this is important. So yeah. honestly, a lot of what I do, you know, with that kind of mentoring is teaching the soft skills, is teaching the communication, mm-hmm. is, you know, teaching the yeah. ability to reach your audience, to kind of read your audience, mm-hmm. to kind of understand, you know, what things are important to them. Yeah. So that's really a big thing for me. And, and so in terms of a rising star, yeah, I've got a, a guy you know, on my team who's based out of Pune, India. His name is Govinda, uh, Govinda yeah. Revenwar, and he's amazing. Um, he's definitely someone, you know, who the past year I've seen, you know, really grow in, in that aspect of being able to really take charge of a lot of things. And without him, we would definitely not get near as much done on the team uh, as we have. So, yeah, he's he's definitely one of my, my rock stars right now. Oh, that's incredible. Good one, Govinder. And yeah, I think training people, as you say, especially if you're in a field where, yeah, or if you're not able to communicate, but you're really owning a project and yep. relaying that to especially a lot of the stakeholders in this, like leadership you know, you've got a lot of people that aren't granular in what they're looking at. Yep. So to be able to kind of showcase the impact, own it with conviction and have that yep. reverberate across the company is, is, yeah, it's so important. So it's really awesome to hear that you're doing that. Yeah. And it's, it, I would say it's extra important, especially these days. And that's probably one of the results of, you know, all the, the COVID stuff as well is mm-hmm. we're seeing C-level people say words like DevOps and testing. Whereas before it's almost yeah. like at that kind of C-level there wasn't as much care about it. It was more about like projects and money. Um, yes. But now, you know, I've, I've been sitting in several meetings and like, for instance, our, our COO, who's, you know, a wonderful guy, really understands technology really well, um, mm-hmm. you know, brought up the way he's like, hey, what are we doing with DevOps? You know, what are we doing here? And really kind of concerned right. and you know, really welcoming of a lot of the, the work that the teams are doing. And, mm-hmm. and I think it provides, and I've seen this across, I saw the Anthem, Better Cloud, mm-hmm. multiple positions. And I think it gives yeah. testers and DevOps professionals the ability to highlight the work that they do much more mm-hmm. so than potentially several years ago when it was mm-hmm. kind of a, a black box for executives in terms of what yes. testers were doing. Yes, yes, that's incredible. It sounds like you really looked out. Yeah, yeah, we have a wonderful leadership team. I, I love it. That's great. Yeah, if it's a lot of processes or decisions are made, it's more that top-down approach. Then yep. it's awesome. Leadership have that understanding that these things are important because the wave and the impact of that is huge. DevOps, you know, yep. it's a huge set of practices and principles that can yep. go a long way if it's understood. And then and then you've got people, you know, the, the practitioner level who really understand that. So if it's coming from all tiers of the company, it's yep. just, you're going to gain so much more momentum. That's awesome. Now, this is always an interesting question for me in terms of what, <laughs> and, I, and I can tell you're quite the talker, so <laughs> it's a bit of a test. <laughs> in 10 words or less, Adam, what is your best Uh-oh. advice for anyone undergoing a digital transformation journey? Hmm. <laughs> 10 words or less. Those don't count as my 10 words. Um, okay, so I would say... Focus on communication and change management. Nice. That's really where I've seen most organizations fail is mm. they, they push everything else and not those two items. So yes. I think I'm way over 10 words, but uh, <laughs> so I'll just, you know, go back, focus on communication, change management. That's well under 10 words. There we go. There we go. Nailed it. And yeah, change management is is a, is a phrase that I'd like to hear more of. You hear about change so often. Yes. <laughs> and are you ready exactly for change? Right. 
But actually, like having that as something that is understood that that needs to be managed is is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where, you know, I have seen digital transformations fail. I've seen companies spend, you know, tens of millions of dollars on a digital transformation and it fail. And Mm. 90% of the time it fails due to a lack of change management. Mm. Because you're going to go to a team, you're say, you're going to do this completely differently. You're going to adopt agile, for instance. And the team says, well, why? Why should we, right? Why? Why? why, right? And if you can't answer that why, if you can't provide reasoning, uh, the teams are just not going to adopt it. They're going to dig their heels in until it fails because they've seen it come and go before. So, you know, if you don't have that paired, it's a total failure. Yes, paramount. You could definitely kind of say this for this question. If you could change one thing about the application development world, what would it be? So if it's not people's approach to change management, (laughs) what else might you say here? Um, All right. So I'm going to start with education. Our education system does a very poor job of teaching application developers about testing and security, right? The projects they have to do all the way through, you know, high school, college, graduation, whatever, is focused around delivering working software, not delivering good software. And so as soon as a lot of developers get into real world jobs, they're like, hey, how come my stuff keeps getting rejected? It's like, well, because you're putting clear text passwords in your code. And that's a big no, no. Yes. So that's a big thing that I've seen, right? Focus on developers need to learn testing. Developers need to learn, you know, security. And that's where I've seen developers succeed is they take time on their own and they're learning Mm -hmm. those skills. So that's probably the biggest things that I've seen. Yeah, yeah. I like you talking, you know, right from the start, the hiring pipeline, like the education. We've all ended yep. up in these jobs because of that, <laughs> whether it's yeah. or, or otherwise. Yep. So, yeah, to take a real close inspection of that. And, yeah, so, you know, a more robust curriculum, which is going to be a lot better in terms yep. of the security is going to mean for more robust software in the end. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Well, Adam, thank you so much for your time. It's flown by. Sure. Not only have you lived up to your uh, reputation in the application engineering world. <laughs> Thanks. Definitely as friendly as your smiley LinkedIn photo, which is where we, <laughs> we first connected. <laughs> um, and there's so much more we could talk about. For instance, I read that your hobbying and blacksmithing and woodwork keeps your yes. critical thinking sharp, which is awesome. And so maybe there's another reason to have you back on the podcast. Heck yeah. Happy to talk yeah, about it. It'd be so interesting. Yeah. So thanks again for your excellent advice and conversation. Thank you. You too. Have a good one. Bye. Take care. Bye. It's super to hear Adam talk through his highlights of 2021, which have elevated his success in finance, such as getting to grips with payment card industry compliance. Adam really exemplifies going above and beyond by teaching his team how to best communicate and by celebrating their achievements. It's encouraging to know that DevOps is now a key part of the conversation for the top tier staff at Global Payments, with their buy-in paving the way for success stories such as Adam's and his team's. As always, thank you for listening. Until next airtime.